Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, buddy. What's going on, Strooper? Oh, not much. I'm just looking at uh, the Saturday plays, and I know that it was uh, Northwestern and Michigan that we were all over, all three of us, and it sucked. But I do want to remind the audience that uh, I was on Illinois, they covered. Uh, I was on Auburn, they covered. Oklahoma State, they covered. Notre Dame, they covered. So I guess I should stay away from picks with you guys. <laughs> well, that's not that's not going to be do do too much for our podcast. Yeah, it was a rough Saturday. It was a rough week. It wasn't a rough weekend for us, but it was a rough Saturday for us and our six pack of of uh, of bets. And I think that's where we start, Pete. Yeah, it was a it was a real rough Saturday. So we gave you six pack uh, six pack of bets on our Twitter account. We talked about them on the pod last week. Uh, so we started off Friday night with a little bit of a USC Utah over fifty two and a half. Game comes in at 53. Nice little winner there. So we started you off, basically came home Friday night after work, 85 degrees. We gave you a nice ice cold bush light, snap that baby back, sit in the driveway, <laughs> slam some beer down, nice easy winner. Then Saturday comes. Saturday we give you uh, Northwestern plus Ugh. nine and a half. Ugh. What was the, oh, Michigan plus three and a half. Absolute garbage. That one, we served you up some nice, warm, cold uh, beast ice. Just beast ice from, <laughs> that's straight from the uh, straight from the back of the car, just warm beast ice. We may have even given you two 24-ouncers there. Just <laughs> absolute trash. Sorry for that one. Sunday, though, we picked it back up. We did go one and two with uh, KC had that backdoor uh, beat. They were, I think, minus five at the at game. We gave minus six. Uh, they're up 31-13 and end up giving that back door. But we did hit the Strooper play of the year with the Packers-Vikings tease. Just a nice, easy one. So overall, that six-pack, two and four, not great. I'd uh, say we gave you a six-pack of hams this week. Uh, well, I'll call it tall boys since we get hit the play of the year. So pretty pretty decent play if you played the right teams, I guess you'd say. If you played the play of the year, I think we were all on it pretty hard, so yeah. uh, it turned out pretty well. And we, he has to do his victory lap, so Strooper, talk about your play of the year and how awesome you are. Well, and, and actually, I mean, it, it just goes to show you that you shouldn't just be following our Twitter page. You should be listening to the, the, the podcast every week because there were a lot more winners than the six-pack that we gave on the, on the uh, Twitter feed. Can, can I talk about my kick in the nuts? Because we have a kick in the nuts every week, so we'll get right to our um, this week's kick in the nuts. And for me, and you guys, I don't even think we're involved. I don't know how you were on the game, but I, I really enjoyed, I really liked Nebraska 
at Illinois. They won the football game. The line was at 13. I moved it down to six. I wanted to get it under a touchdown. In fact, I thought about six and a half. I was like, no, let's get it to six. Safe number. I did the seven point tease. I teased them with Texas, who Pete loved and won with. You bet. So, best bet of the week. So I, I got Texas money line. So Texas is winning. Nebraska comes back. They have a 27 yard field goal to get to seven points. You knew that's what it was going to be. I actually flipped the station because there was a lot of good football going on on Saturday night. I flipped the station. I turned it back, and the, 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 the margin is still at four. They got the 27-yard field goal blocked, which, of course, killed my parlay. That was the kick in the nuts for me. Got it back on Sunday with some good uh, stuff in the NFL, but not a good way to go to bed with a swift kick in the nuts <laughs> like that. It was, <laughs> wasn't appreciated. So, um, But I, the mindset and the thought process behind everything was really good. Yeah, that uh, just to head back that Texas Oklahoma State game. I know we talked about it last week. I was on Texas minus five. I think Struper had uh, Oklahoma State plus seven. Game ends at six, so everyone's a winner. Everyone likes that. But that was Tom Herman almost gave me a heart attack sitting on the couch. It was they fumbled three punts in a row. Just let the ball bounce. Why are you trying to dive after <laughs> punts up thirteen? I'm waiting for just I'm waiting for the game to end up actually going to. Oklahoma State, just a tough one to watch there. But uh, they came out getting that six. Thank God the numbers turned out well for them there. Pete, Pete, I was watching the Notre Dame game at the time, and the text coming through, I wish, and I was watching it streaming on uh, you know, a fire stick or something, so I couldn't flip back and forth because it wasn't direct TV or cable. And I was just laughing because every time it was, I was like, seriously, they fumbled another punt? <laughs> Yeah, it was tough to watch. Just let the ball bounce and let the clock run out. I don't understand what the big deal is. Let the ball bounce, take the ball to 40, run it three times, punt, minute left. A couple more things from Saturday I want to talk about is during the game, you can live bet during games. Um, I, luckily, I have a, a an offshore account still. So um, I, I was able to jump on uh, Georgia. You could get them at halftime, uh, minus four for the game. I was able to do that, and I won on that one. Pete considered via text driving in his car and going across the river to, to gamble. And that's the fun thing for us, is, and I know Adam enjoys the, the text messages as well. Numerous times this weekend I found myself sitting across the bridge on the side of the road making, making bets, which is what makes us the degenerates that we are. And, and normally that usually works out for us, and we, we end up doing well. So um, we'll have to get over the bridge several times this week. we got a lot to talk about. We'll start on the college level, and we'll start with some local teams here in our area, the Quad City area that we're, we're kind of focused on. And um, Iowa State, impressive last week. They put up 72 points. They win 72 to 20 over a, a bad Louisiana Monroe team. So they go on the road, and they're a road favorite on the road at Purdue. Um, Iowa State, uh, Baylor, excuse me, Baylor. Um, Iowa State is minus three at Baylor. The over-under sits at 55 and a half. And we'll start with you, Pete. Your thoughts, your feelings on this game um, down in Texas. I really lean towards Iowa State. I don't obviously don't like... Uh laying points on the road. Um, in, this, in this matchup, I think Iowa State's 1-4 at Baylor in the last five. Not that that ultimately matters. This one feels like just the gut of, it, gut of the game feels like an over-56 number. Baylor, uh, giving up, in hist- historically giving up points, usually going to be a team that scores a lot of points. I know everyone looks at that Iowa State-Iowa game as kind of a, a bloodbath, low-scoring game, but Iowa State showed they can score. I, I lean Iowa State in this game. Not exactly sure if I'm going to play it or not. I also lean the over. Stroop, what do you think? Well, you know me, guys. Uh, I, I lived in Arizona. I, I grew up watching uh, Brock Purdy 
at uh, Perry High School, and here's the deal. Um, I, I think I've said it to you guys a couple of times. It's another new rule that I brought to the table. Don't bet against Brock Purdy oh, because God. he is going to be in the NFL someday. Oh, gee, take and, it uh, easy. And, 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 and he worries me, okay? But here's the deal. If, if I was to play this game, if you put, put a gun to my head, um, Baylor checks all three boxes for me. One, they're a home dog. I, I love that. Two, uh, it is 67% of the betting public tickets are on Iowa State. I love that about uh, this game. And then I have my numbers, power ranking-wise, I have Baylor as a six-point favorite. That's obviously including the three points they're going to get because they're at home. But uh, anyway, I, I, I like it. I'm not going to bet it, though, because I'm not betting against my boy Brock. Um, I, I'm the same way where I, I lean Baylor. I kind of like him more than you'd think. Um, I, I like road favorites. I, I think I like them a lot this week, as you'll kind of see. Um, I don't know if I'll bet it or not. I may end up doing it. If I had to bet it, I would probably bet per, or I'd probably bet Baylor. Um, but with that being said, I do agree with Pete that I like the over. And when you're in a situation like that, if you already like a favorite that's getting three points at home, you know, put, put that guy up to 10 points and then bring that over under down. So instead of being at 55 and a half, you get that at 48 and a half. Um, might be something that I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So if I bet that game, I'll probably tease it up to a seven-point teaser. You, you lose some juice, minus 120 is what you'll end up getting. But um, I might do the uh, Baylor and give me 10 points and give me a double-digit home favorite and then uh, get the over under down to 48.5 and do the over on that one. So that's the way I would lean. I don't think this is going to be a six-pack play for us. I don't think any of us feel strongly enough about it that we're going to make it one of our six-pack plays. But an interesting game. It's an 11 o'clock start down there, Pete. Is that uh, right? 2.30. 2.30 start down in Baylor. The Iowa Hawkeyes return after a bye week. Um, they had the week off to get a little healthier. Um, of course, what looms for Iowa coming up is a stretch of four games after this one that are big games for them. On the road at Michigan, then they come home for Penn State and Purdue, and then they go on the road at Northwestern. And when you looked at the, that little stretch of games earlier in the season, you thought to yourself, that's a tough stretch. Now you look at it where Michigan is playing the way the Michigan is. That's a winnable game. Penn State is probably going to be a night game for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Then you get Purdue, who struggled this year to come to Kinnick. Then you go on to Northwestern, a team that can't score, that killed us last week. Suddenly, if Iowa takes care of business this week against Middle Tennessee State, which you do, you could see Iowa being a 7-1, 8-0 football team going into a huge game with Wisconsin. So um, this is the kind of worry in this game for me is that is it a look-ahead game? Is it one of those games that they're coming off a bye week, coming off a big win against Iowa State, and now have to get ready knowing that Michigan's coming up? Uh, Middle Tennessee State's not a very good football team. They've lost to Michigan and Duke both handily. They won one game at home against Tennessee State. The line is at 24. Um, Full disclosure, I do a Hawkeye Report podcast with my good friend Tom Kakert. He loves Iowa this week to cover. I think Iowa covers easily as well. I don't know if I'll bet it. Um, the one thing about betting big numbers with the Iowa Hawkeyes and Kirk Ferentz is he could care less, especially late in the game. So it's always dicey to take Iowa and give up a big number in just a crapshoot game where Iowa's looking to play a game, get healthy, get a victory, and move on to Michigan. So I think Iowa covers. I'm, I'm scared to bet it just because of Kirk Ferentz and, and the way they, they do with that historically, Pete. Yeah, I'm thinking to bet Iowa in this game. I've seen it down to 23.5 recently, so Middle Tennessee State, I know nothing about them, but they gave up 41 to Duke at home last week, gave up 40 to Michigan. Uh, I don't think that Michigan offense is that great. I think Iowa probably compares with, with that type of offensive uh, firepower. So i would I got to think Iowa's putting up the potential to put up 40 points. I mean, yeah. I, th I think it's a realistic opportunity, and that, that defense is going to be 
tougher uh, Middle Tennessee State to put too many points up on the board. Before we get to you, Strooper, I will say that Middle Tennessee State gets up 222 yards a game on the ground. If you know anything about the University of Iowa, they love to run the football. But that being said, it usually takes a lot of time to run the football. It usually takes time off the clock. It usually lessens the possessions in a game, all things you have to think about when you're looking at a big number. But yeah, Middle Tennessee State's not very good. Nate Stanley's a very good quarterback, and Iowa should have no problems running the football. Strooper, what says you? Well, when you look at good football numbers, you don't typically say 23-and-a-half is a good football number. But if you do the math, you break it down, 23-and-a-half is a pretty good football number, especially this weekend. Um, I'm like you. I don't know that I bet it. I hate lines over 20 points. But if you can get it 23-and-a-half, I think you're good. I'm with you guys. They may score 40, and I don't know that Middle Tennessee State scores. Uh, That defense is pretty good. So that's, that's, that's my play on that one. So you would say lean Iowa, but you're not. You're not. I don't think it's a six-pack play for us by any stretch. I just, I just don't. I don't like the um, the the, the in, uh, lines in the twenties because you guys said it. Brent doesn't care. He's not looking at point spreads. So at the end of the game, he's got the second, the third string in. They they they're up, you know, by thirty, and all of a sudden, you know, Middle Tennessee scores some garbage seven-point TD, and there we are. They cover backdoor. One That's thing I, I don't like about those numbers. One thing I will say about this game and this team, uh, Middle Tennessee State's been to four straight bowl games, five of the last six years. They have a new quarterback this year, so it's not the same Middle Tennessee State that was winning bowl games or, or going to bowl games the last couple of years. So um, let's stay in the Big Ten because there's a game that I love that just jumps right out at me when I look at the schedule. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think Minnesota's dog shit. I think they're complete crap. They're 3-0 and in the t- season. They played three bad football teams, and they've almost lost every single one of those games, two of them being at home. I'm not sold on the road with your boat nonsense. I don't think P.J. Flex that great of a head coach. They go on the road to be tested for the first time against Purdue. So the line on the game is it's, it's Minnesota at Purdue. Minnesota is actually a one-point favorite right now. Purdue didn't have their quarterback last week. Texas Christian came in there, beaten by 21 points, but without their quarterback that I think is going to be back. I'd, I'd, I'd caution everybody to check injury reports, make sure this is all correct. Um, everything I've heard is that he's out of the concussion protocol. They haven't said he's going to start, but my guess is he plays. And if he plays, I, I think the Gophers are dog crap. I like Purdue. I don't think Purdue's a great football team like they were last year, but Rondell Moore and some of the guys they have and the weapons and they get their quarterback back and they're at home, I really like Purdue to win this football game. Um, so I'm on Purdue, and that's one of my, my, my heavy plays this week. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I like Purdue as well, assuming the quarterback's there. Um, Minnesota, just like you said, I mean, I think they've won by 7-3-3 three, and three against not-so-good football teams. Georgia Southern they pretty lost. much just handed the end of that game yeah. over. Uh, Purdue looked good at Nevada that first half. I think they're up 24 to seven at halftime and then just fell apart at the end, but kind of showed, you know, they're a decent football team beat Vanderbilt at home pretty handily. And then, like you said, TCU. So yeah, assuming the quarterback is there, I love Purdue as well. Adam, what says you? Checks all three boxes again, home dog. Um, I have Purdue with the, with the three points that I give them for being a home uh, a home team, uh, I have them favored by one and a half, um, and 58% of the betting public uh, on the ticket side is on Minnesota. So it checks all three boxes. I love it. Uh, I think we make that one of our six-pack plays of the week. That's a, that's exactly what we just did. So we'll review the six-pack at the end of the uh, the podcast, but that's one of them that we all three like, and and, and hopefully that, that gives people a win this week. Um, some more college games that we'll talk about. Um, 
the, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish played well and I think played a lot closer than what people thought on the road at Georgia. They lose the first game. They go back home. They are now hosting Virginia. Notre Dame right now is a 12.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 49. I'll start this one off with Pete. What do you think of the Irish this week? I really lean towards Notre Dame in this one. The only fear you have is how they respond after that tough beat at Georgia. Virginia, uh, I think preseason hype. They're down at home to Old Dominion, 17-0 last week. They're a 27-point favorite, came on to win that game. Florida State, they beat at home by seven. Again, another one they had to uh, sneak out at the end there. Um, just, I don't, I don't trust Virginia at all. This, I mean, this is almost their, their Super Bowl, their coming out party. Uh, that 12 and a half is a little much, but uh, I really lean towards Notre Dame here to give it to them. Strooper, what says you? I'm not going to play it. Uh, the, the the problem I have is you have to remember Notre Dame practiced all spring, all summer, and their mind was set on that Georgia game. Um, so it's not really a look past game, but it's it's they they you know they're preparing this week, um, and, and 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 they come off of a loss that that I think that they had a chance in, that they felt like they had a chance in. I I don't really like it. So um, you know I probably play Virginia, but I'm not going to bet this game. I would say the same thing. Um, I probably won't bet it, but I do. If I do, I'd lean. I'd, I'd, I agree more with Pete than, than probably anything else where um, Notre Dame is the better football team. They're at home. And, boy, you, you judge things on two different ways on this. Does Notre Dame have that letdown after losing a tough game at Georgia? Or are they pissed off and they're ready to go and show the rest of the world that they're a good football team, they belong to be in college football's elite? I would, I would, I would probably lean towards the latter. I lean Nebraska in this game. Probably won't play it, but when I say Nebraska, probably, they're not playing I'm sorry, game. Notre Dame. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day. I'd lean Notre Dame in this game, but with that being said, um, and I don't know if I'll bet it, but let's be honest, guys, we're degenerates, so when we say we probably won't bet it, that probably means somehow, some way throughout the day on Saturday we'll probably end up betting it, but I don't, I don't think I feel strong enough to put this in the six-pack at all. Yeah, this one will definitely be, um, I'll have some money line uh, parlays going, and this is a no-doubter thrown in it. I think it's probably in the minus 450 range. This is a no-doubter put in there. Um, another game, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a good call. Um, another game at night, um, the college game day is going there. Um, Ohio State, a 17-point favorite, now on the road at Nebraska. And you look at that, and that started at 15. And it's gone from 15 to 17 pretty quickly. Ohio State's looks fantastic. They put up 42 points in a quarter last week. That's how good a football team they are. Nebraska scored a ton of points. They went on the road. They beat Illinois. So Nebraska, you look at that, and you're like, boy, which Nebraska team is going to show up? Um, how many points are going to be scored in this game? So, again, the line is um, Ohio State minus 17 at Nebraska. We'll start with Pete. And I also want to mention the over-under because I don't mention this enough. The over-under in this game, 67. Now, with that being said, Illinois and Nebraska scored 70, right? Yep, I think it was 42-38. 42-38. Uh, 80. 80. 80. Yeah. So they got to 80. And it wouldn't shock me if it was something like that. Pete, your thoughts on the, the 6.30 primetime game, which you have <laughs> to bet on because you're a degenerate. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll talk about this. I don't know what your guys' opinions will be. Mine, I'm really lenient on certain things right now. I, my first gut was uh, Nebraska. So preseason or game of the year, Nebraska was uh, plus 7.5, and, and now the spread's 17, 17.5 in places. The over in uh, Ohio State, their last eight games, six of them went over. 
just like Matt said, I mean, it, this is a 6.30. This is the prime time game of the night. <laughs> you might say, I don't like it. I don't know what I'm going to play. If you gamble, if you have an account, if you have more than a dollar in your account, you're playing this game. There's, <laughs> there's no way you're watching this game and not having something on it. So there will definitely be some sort of play here. Like I said, I, at first I lean Nebraska, then you start to not feel good about it because Ohio State's looked good, and Illinois had Nebraska. I mean, that, I thought they were going to win that game by two touchdowns just yeah. where it was at. But the 67 scares people, but, damn, I, I, I think I'm playing the over here at 67. I think, I mean, I, I could see Ohio, if, if I told you Monday that Ohio State dropped 52 points, you wouldn't be surprised at all. No, not at all. Um, uh, Strooper, what do you think? I, I, I'll say I would love to play the over as well um, on this one. It'll be fun to watch. Uh, gosh, I lean with Pete on Nebraska in the points. The only thing that scares me, and you guys, you feel it every single year, every single game that Ohio State is in, is it could be seven, uh, a seven-point game at half, and it could be a seven-point game going into the the fourth quarter. And what happens? There's a turnover, a defensive touchdown, something like that, and then all of a sudden, Nebraska folds, and you're looking at a, a 21-plus victory. Um, I lean Nebraska. I'll take the over because it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, but uh, gosh, I, I wish I. Had, I wish I had the balls to take Nebraska. I really do. Strooper, I've wished you'd have balls your whole life, so that's <laughs> that's just nothing new here. Um, you know what? I I will make it a a clean sweep. I love the over in this game. If Illinois, well, their offense isn't bad. Illinois' offense isn't bad. But if Illinois' offense can score thirty eight points against Nebraska, there's no reason, no reason that Ohio State can't hit a half century. Um, now, mind you, Nebraska turned the ball over four times, which helped Illinois get to that point where they scored 38 points. But Nebraska's offense is going to score points. Um, it's going to be a track meet. It's going to be a shootout. 67 isn't that many, considering the fact that, I mean, it is. It's a lot of That's points. I shouldn't say it like that. But, I mean, those two teams put up 40 last week, and it was a no-brainer. It could have felt like it could have been more. So with that being said, I'll go the over. When it comes to the game itself, I think Ohio State is one of college football's elite. I think they're in the upper echelon, and I think this is their chance on a, on a, on a national stage in primetime to show people that they belong in the same breath as those SEC schools that, are, that everybody talks about for national championships and, of course, Clemson in the ACC. So I like Ohio State. I'll probably do something along the lines of putting this either into one of my Moneyline parlays as something little to get me up there for it, or even taking Notre Dame down and taking Ohio State down and getting them down. But you almost have to do the seven. You almost, in order to do it, you want to get it back down to a 10-point game. So um, a good buddy of mine has them down to 11 and feels comfortable they win by two touchdowns. So I'll probably lean on the fact that we'll play the over for sure. And if I'm playing for the over, I'm probably not going to have to force anything else. But yes, I will be gambling on this game. I know Pete will be gambling on this game. I know Strooper will be gambling on this game. We're all on the over. I might toss that into our six-pack of plays if you boys don't mind. Yeah, I think that one's in there. I mean, this is this is one of those situations where Saturday night game, you're hanging out, have a few beers or more, and then all you're doing is rooting for points. There's nothing better than rooting for points in a game, and you don't have to worry about that 17 in a back door and trying to get it. You're just hoping both te- you're hoping for both teams scoring, or you're hoping for turnovers uh, going the other way. All right, guys, that's our five college games we want to talk about. I know everyone has their own thoughts about different games that they still like this weekend that they want to talk about. So, Pete, I'll start with you. What games are you on that you kind of like? Uh, games I like right now, Florida minus 35 and a half. I don't like that half point there, but uh, playing at home um, against the garbage team, I think it's Towson, uh, opened at 37. I, I think Florida... 
The only, only worry here is that they got Auburn next week for a look ahead, but uh, I think Florida's defense isn't going to give up very much at all. Maybe a touchdown. Their defense probably will score something like them. Um, in addition, I this is a pretty much a trash game, so uh, this is a, de- <laughs> Hold your nose this is a when degenerate you do this game. One. Yeah, I'm thinking right now Vandy minus 6.5 at home against Northern Illinois. Vandy's played at Georgia. They had to play LSU Granite. They've not been uh, very competitive in those games, but uh, SEC team needing a win, like them by more than a touchdown. Uh, the other game I'm leaning right now, just trying to decide on this one, but I think it's going to be a play. Saturday night, Washington State at Utah over 56. If you saw any of Washington State, UCLA, that was that was pretty much playing Tecmo Super Bowl, just touchdown after touchdown. I think the quarterback had nine touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Um, Utah, I know their quarterback's been banged up, but he's it looks like he's going to play. Their running back, I don't think, is going to play it, just based on the spread of this game. Um, but Washington State, I mean, they score a lot. So if you score a lot, you're probably giving up that many. 56 night game at Utah, that's one I definitely lean at. Adam, give me some games that you've kind of uh, starred by it. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give you one game because uh, I'm this confident on it. In fact, I, I even think you sprinkle – a little bit on the money line because it's a big line. And actually, I want to pull up uh, the Navy-Memphis game, and I want to make sure. Yeah, the, the line is at 10.5 right now. Memphis is favored. They're at home. Um, I absolutely love Navy in this game. I like them to cover and maybe even a little bit on the money line, like I said. Um, Navy is not a bad football team, guys. And, uh, and, and I just – I have this – my numbers are saying that uh, it's close to a pick em. Um Gosh, I, it, it's a Thursday night game, so you'll have a little fun on Thursday night. How about that? I like I, I like that. I can I can get on board with that. My big game that I really like, and I want all of you guys' opinions because I think we can get it somehow, maybe even to our six-pack, but um, a Friday night game, Penn State on the road at Maryland. Penn State, the road favorite by six and a half. Maryland, I think, is the overreaction coming off of the fact that they lost to Temple um, Penn State hasn't been that impressive. Everybody looks at that sixty or that seventy-nine points they put up week one playing. Gosh, I don't even know Toledo or some nonsense like that. Some really bad football team. Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. Thank you. Since then, you look at it and they struggled a little bit with Buffalo before finally putting them away, and then they beat Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh's proving to be a good football team, but they struggled with them throughout. Um, that's a rivalry game. I know it hasn't been a big rivalry because you know Penn State's been so good and Maryland hasn't, but Maryland gets their mojo back and they're getting that many points at home. I like Maryland. I like the six and a half. Um, I'd almost tease it up to maybe maybe teasing it up to seven or buying it up to seven. I should say not teasing it up, but buying it up to seven. I wouldn't even mind sprinkling a little bit on the money line as well and just see Maryland winning that straight up. But I really like getting almost a touchdown from Maryland on the road, or at home, I should say, on Friday night, a night game as well. Pete? Yeah, I was. this was one game when it came out, I thought, man, I, I really like Maryland. I wonder what everyone else thinks. I don't think we've talked about it until right now. Um, so I, Maryland canceled classes Friday for this really? game. So it's. I think they're having blackout. So whenever it's uh, that type of situation, yep. night game, you're, you're, yep. de- you're definitely taking that team. Regardless, you'll, you'll roll with it for that one. Um, yeah, Maryland didn't look great, obviously, against Temple, but only lost that game by three points on the road. Um, Penn State, I, 
I watched a lot of that pit game because I had Penn State just to win the game at that point, and uh, that was kind of a tough one to hold on to. Um, yeah, I, I will definitely be assuming it's still six and a half. I will probably look to buy it up to seven just to have that key number in case. Um, but I really like Maryland as well. Adam, make it a clean sweep, yeah. please. You, yeah, absolutely. You have to buy it up to seven. It's got to be a rule. It's it's going to cost you what uh, a few extra bucks um, just to be safe. But the and you guys are going to make fun of me after. No, no. It's going to Adam. It's going to cost me a couple hundred because I don't know what you're talking about. What you I don't know. You put fifteen twenty dollars on games, but I roll some big time money out there. So that that ha- that half point is going to cost me a couple hundo. But that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to make fun of you. So what were you going to say? Yeah, here's what you're going to make fun of me about. It checks all three boxes, guys. It's their home dog. I have the line as far as my power rankings go. Penn State favored by one. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, the, the public, uh, the tickets are 60% on Penn State. So that's an easy play for me. Can we make that one a six-pack, too? Are we over our six-pack? No, are we're we good. on a 12-pack? We're good. <laughs> we usually quickly get When the three of us get together, usually the 12-packs and 24-packs usually get, get rolling. But, um, no, we will. We'll put it on our, our six-pack. So our three games on college football that we all kind of agree on and like. And I think the difference this week, and I hope that we're right, is that we're not betting on road dogs. We're betting on home dogs, which is a big difference. And Maryland at home is something I really like. Um, so we have them getting the six and a half we've cautioned so listen to us buy it up to seven be smart it's not that big a deal um purdue at home i really like that i like it simply because minnesota's dog shit but i think we all agree that um purdue should win that football game as long as their quarterback is healthy so make sure you check that out as well and then we just want to sit drink bush light bush light and watch teams score touchdowns um on abc coming up this weekend on wqad if you're oh, here in the boy, there, there it is plug Hey, Strooper, I think we need to do a segment on uh, checks all three boxes because I want to know that <laughs> record, and I'm pretty sure our uh, millions and millions of listeners also want to hear that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll come up with something, all right? <laughs> um, just so you know, and people who are listening to this, be excited about the fact that you're listening to one of the most uh, quickly, rapidly growing podcasts gambling-wise and, and probably in the, in the Midwest. Listenership was up 20% last week, which is something that excites us. So make sure you, you follow us on Twitter, you share this out, make sure you get it out to people. Uh, hopefully we're making some money along the way, but hopefully you enjoy just the, the nonsense that is the podcast as well. So um, that was our college picks. Um, so let's get on to the NFL. Plenty to talk about there. The NFL was better for us last week. I mean, we did much better. We had the, the Stroop play of the, the century or whatever you wanted to call it. So um, that was a hit. And some other things I think we all kind of won on. We, we're, most of us were on the Rams on Sunday night. We didn't put it out there, but we kind of talked about it last week that we liked it. So that was one that we were kind of on and we liked. And then um, I don't know if you guys won with the Bears, but I did my Bears normal teaser that just snuck in the under. But I did the t- I teased up and took the under, and I took them and, and got a victory with them winning as well. Yeah, we had we put on our Twitter, uh, if you followed that one, David Montgomery over 58.5 yards and uh, did not it did not go very well for 3.5 for more quarters, but then he busted it out on that last drive there and easily got over. You weren't worried, were you? Never. We had it the entire no. time. So We let's just kept going Tariq Cohen up the middle for zero <laughs> yards, and that made me super happy. So we'll go ahead and talk about the NFL right now, and we'll look at some of the games that we have on here, and we'll start. We, we might as well, because we were just talking about the Bears. Bears hosting Minnesota a 3-30 game in Chicago, which is, the Bears haven't played a noon game yet this year, which is, and they won't next week, and then they have a bye week. So they'll be a long time before the Bears play a noon game. They're at home, minus two and a half. I have thoughts on this game. 
game. But uh, Pete does his research. He's, he's got his. He grabbed his paper, Strooper. He <laughs> he's got a bunch of cool stuff written down. So uh, educate us, Pete. Your thoughts on uh, Minnesota getting two and a half on the road at Chicago? All right, here we go. Two good stats for you on this one, and I think it kind of sways sways my opinion. I'll, we'll see. Bears last eighteen meetings at home versus Minnesota. They've won fifteen of them. Kirk Cousins, who I think's absolute dog crap, versus winning teams. His record. Four and twenty-six. Uh, not not looking good there. Bears did real well against Minnesota last year. Even the game that seemed like they were just going to give away, where Minnesota needed it, um, got under minus two and a half. I I really think the Bears win this game. This is a big one. Obviously, a big one for them. Just a recap of the last game. I don't. I mean, Mitch stat-wise looked good, but watching the eyeball test there, I mean. Text message-wise, it didn't seem like he was looking that good no, I mean, with you two. There's uh, middle school kids that are going to throw those one-yard touchdown passes, so that's not great. The, th- the third throw to Gabriel was obviously a great throw, great catch, but, yeah, I mean, you take away those. I mean, that defense, it's not hard to score when you're getting the damn ball at the 25-yard line going in, and you got a defense that, I mean, Khalil Mack was Lawrence Taylor in Tecmo Super Bowl. That was just no stopping him getting in every time. But that being said, I... I think the Bears match up great because it's going to be Delvin Cook all day long, and that's what the Bears do. They stop the run. Um, like I said, Kirk Cousins, I don't, I don't, he doesn't scare me at all. He's, I would take Mitch in a rookie deal any day of the week before I took Kirk Cousins in his $30 million. I wouldn't touch that $30 million. Um, so you got to make a pick. Bears minus 2.5. And, and you're not leaning. You just think Bears minus 2.5. I, I said this last week. I don't play my teams that often, or I really don't. It's kind of it's been do or die for them in, in these games where they where they've needed wins. Washington was actually absolute shit, but uh, I mean I don't trust Minnesota. This is a big game for the Bears because that schedule really softens up here. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to bet Bears two and a half. Adam, what says you? You know uh, I think this is a good example because I've said it every week that I, I I don't I'm not that confident in betting this game, and the reason is is I, I've been conditioned over the course of the last several years early on. In, in my betting career, I'd be all over the Bears at this point. But that's because I would bet with my heart, not my head. Now, I'm not saying that the Bears aren't the right play this week, but this is a reminder to everybody that when you're betting, he said it best, I don't like to play my team because, of course, I think the Bears are going to win. Of course, I, I think that they're going to, the, the, their defense is going to crush the Vikings. Um, I just am not going to confidently say that because I, I, I love them. <laughs> so, so I'm going to stay away from the game again. Um, just to my, you know, I say that. And last week I did have them on the money line uh, with the Rams on the money line as well. It paid even pretty much. Uh, so, so a money line play maybe, but uh, but I'm not going to really side on on you know one side or the other here. I make it a rule for myself: try not to bet against just terrible quarterbacks. And I think that's what you're what you're getting into here. Um, I don't know if I'm betting against Mitch Tr- Tr- Mitchell Trubisky or I mean it just it's tough. I honestly think if I could get it up to 3, I would take Minnesota. I don't th- I think there's going to be an overreaction from the fact that the Bears put up 31 points and and Pete kind of mentioned that they're all in the second quarter. They're all uh, helped out and most of them were. Yeah. And all of them were helped out by the fact that their defense kind of set them up in good position, saved the last one in a good throw and even a better catch by ta- Taylor Gabriel. So um, but yeah, I mean, I remember watching Kirk Cousins against that defense last year, and at, at Soldier Field, and it was just as bad. So, um, I guess the gut reaction is to take the over, 
or take the under. But what happens there is that when the Bears defense do, does what they did last right. week, you almost get screwed in the under. So um, I will lean Minnesota just because I don't think the Bears – I think that defense is better. I know we mentioned last year – when I say that defense, I mean Minnesota's. Um, I don't think they're better than the Bears, but I think they're better than they were last year. And I think last year you look at things so much and and what was going on. Boy, that you watched, you're right, Pete. Watching that game, I remember that game very well. It was a night game. And you just thought Mitch Trubisky was going to lose that game for them, almost through a couple interceptions. Um, I think the the Vikings win the game. I might take the three, but it's something that I would lean and I wouldn't put in any six-pack or anything like that. Um, Just make it a rule out there, guys. Don't bet on dog crap quarterbacks. (laughs) You can bet on average quarterbacks and, 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 and good quarterbacks and great quarterbacks we encourage, but it's tough to bet on bad quarterbacks. May I look at this one as well where it's Bears already lost at home to Green Bay, now Minnesota at home. You can't, you lose two of these, I mean, crucial games at home and that really puts you behind the eight ball. 330 game in Chicago. That place is going to be absolutely lit up there and, uh, Makes me feel good about kind it. Kind of what we've talked about in the opener with Green Bay and they end up losing the football game. So I agree. It's just too tough to bet on. But Pete leans Bears because he loves the Bears. I lean Minnesota because I hate the Bears. So um, do what you want out there. Have a fun time with that game. Um, a Thursday night game, and a, and a game that's I'm torn by is Green Bay and Philadelphia. Philadelphia is getting four points. It's at Lambeau Field. Um, this is this is a, a it's a huge game for Philadelphia. They need to win this football game, or they're really behind the eight ball, especially in a division with the Cowboys who are already three and zero. Depending on what they do this week, we'll talk about that game in a little bit. There's a nice little teaser for you. So, um, with that being said, Philadelphia plus four at Lambeau Field. I, th- I kind of lean Philly, and it scares me because I think Pete does too. Yeah, I I lean Philly. I I mean last week. Lions got them, obviously, and they were up. I bet they did. They were up 10 points or so and tried <laughs> tried like hell to give it away. But uh, The NFL's like that. You know that. The yeah. Bears almost gave away a 31-3 to lead or whatever it was. Oh, who was nervous watching that one? Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you. Like, that's The NFL is set up for people to – there's never blowouts unless you're playing the Dolphins because it's set up for people to come back and, and, and score. And the stupid thing is just keep playing the way – why didn't the Bears not continue to play the way they were playing, right. especially on the defensive side of the football? It makes no sense. So, anyway, so that's my rant. Go ahead. Yeah, so Philly, I mean, last week, and I, you probably saw the game. I didn't see much of it. I just saw, like, seven drop passes, and uh, no, obviously no Jackson, um, no Jeffrey. I think it looks like Alshon's already practicing this week, so he'll play. Um, I watched a lot of Green Bay and Denver. Uh, Green Bay doesn't really impress me. I mean, I think they're going to play a lot of low-scoring games, which is a little odd this year. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I just like the spot for Philly. They're kind of in a, in a need a need-win situation here. I don't know that they're going to win the game, but I really like four, and if I could get four and a half, if it drop, if it jumps up. it's. I mean, Thursday night, you're going to either play Philly Green Bay or you're going to play the Stroop special over there with uh, Navy, <laughs> so pick one. Um, yeah, and uh, I'll p- piggyback on it real quick. When you, when you look at Philadelphia, um, you hate having to bet against great quarterbacks. We just talked about that. But you look at the the Packers and their they're only give, their defense is like third in the in the league. Their offense is twenty second, which is weird and it looks uh, out of sync and, and and all that kind of stuff. A new new football, a new head coach, a new offense in in, in there as well. Um, the spot play as well. I'd go Philly, and it's like what Pete said, if I could get it up a little bit more, I probably would get it up to four and a half if I could. Uh, Strooper, what do you think? Uh, everything, all signs point to uh, Eagles taking the four points. As you guys said, great spot for the Eagles coming off that loss. Um, Packers are due. I mean, there's there's multiple things here. 
Uh, tickets, 77% on the Packers. Uh, the only problem is, and uh, you guys already said it, rule number one for, for Adam Stroop is you don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. So uh, going to be a no bet for me. I'm going to be watching Navy take the mask <laughs> on the other channel, and I'll be flipping back rooting for the Eagles to take care of the Packers. Um, so we won't put that on a six-pack, but uh, if you're a degenerate like we all are, either you jump on Navy and, and that thing, or I think the Eagles is a – is an interesting play for me. All right, let's look ahead to a couple more games, and we, we talked about those two. We'll, we'll stay in the NFC North, and we'll look at Kansas City minus 6.5 at Detroit. So Detroit is a home favorite by nearly a touchdown. This is one of those games. Let me tell you, I'm a, I'm a Lions fan. I watch every single one of their games probably twice, especially when they win them. Um, and if, if taking my bias away from it and looking at this, um, there's some teams in the NFL when you look at the Niners and the Bills and the Lions that are often nice starts, and, and some of them could be good football teams, but you're not quite sold on yet. And then you look at what Kansas City does, and you're sold on what they do. Patrick Mahomes is fantastic. Um, the Lions might be without their top two cornerbacks. I think one of them plays in Rashawn Melvin. Um, I do not know if Darius Slay, who's their best cornerback, plays. Here at his hamstring against the Eagles. He was limited in practice today. Something to keep an eye on as you go down the road. Um, boy, I'm with you guys. I don't bet my team because I don't like to have money along with the old, the winning of your own football team. But um, and it sets up as a spot. I'm curious on what what Strooper says because he likes home home favorites. But this game screams to me: find another really good game that you trust a team to win, and you put that with them. Um, that being said, I would put the Kansas City Chiefs in a money line with another game we'll kind of talk about later on, something like the New England Patriots, who you know are going to win a football game this weekend, and just kind of t- put them in a money line parlay and win that, win that bet. Pete? Yeah, I mean, this is a game I'm going to just kind of go off exactly what you're saying right there. I'm going to talk about, uh, so Kansas City minus 6.5, New England, which will probably might as well lump that sucker right in yeah, there. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Minus now. 7 at Buffalo. To me, this is... It's going to be week four. Are we going to go into week five? And Buffalo hasn't had a loss, and Detroit hasn't had a loss. I'm going to definitely take it easy. I'm going to definitely bet against that. I'm. That's going to be my play. Is a six point teaser. Kansas City down to uh, minus a half. Um, New England minus one. I think it's. I mean, it's. Who could say right now that it's not. The, the odds on favorite, obviously, but I think it's definitely going to be, be Kansas City, New England. To go they're to the, the Super two Bowl. best teams in, in the NFL. Yeah. I don't care what NFC or AFC, they're, they're the two best teams in football. I can't pick a team in the AFC that's going to go into either one of those places in January and beat them. I, yeah. I think that's your, your, uh, your game to go to the Super Bowl. And I, you just, I mean, you have to. Kansas City, the problem with playing Kansas City, it's a track meet. You've got to score. Detroit's going to have to score in the, in the 30s. Yeah. I mean, you're, you know, Kansas City's getting there. Uh, New England. I mean, Buffalo kind of gave that game away to Cincinnati then came back and got it at the end. Um, but the Pats, uh, that defense has been legit. And I just, that's a, to me, that one stood out right away as a definite I'm playing that game, those two games. I will say this. I don't like to bet on my team a lot. I'll bet against my team and I don't have any, because there's that silver lining in there that if I lose that bet, I still got to, I mean, if you're, let's say I put $20, $25 on that parlay and the Lions are the reason why that doesn't happen. Would you, I'll ask you, Pete, would you pay $20 right now for the Bears to beat the Vikings on Sunday? 20 bucks. Yeah, but I'll bet them and win a lot more than that. I'm just, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, I mean, if that's what, the, what doesn't happen, I lose the, the bet because my team won, I'm okay with it. Um, this is interesting. I want to, I want to hear from Strooper because, um, 
home dogs or something you really <laughs> like. And we're talking about two home dogs here. And I know it checks all the boxes. The Strooper, I want to hear how your boxes are checked. How right many bo- how many boxes does uh how many boxes does Matthew Stafford check? I don't even know. We're going to throw out fundamentals for these because I'm with you guys. I'm with Pete. Um, this is a no-brainer, and I guess we could call it fundamental because, you, like you said, you have the two best teams in both leagues, and they're both right around seven points. Um, this will be my biggest play of the week, and it's fundamentally not the way I should be leaning, but I will be teasing down the Patriots and the Chiefs, and I expect this will be just like last weekend, we're not going to call it the play of the year because uh, <laughs> it's fundamentally not the right play. <laughs> if you if you start calling everything your play of the year, then that just it, it loses its luster a little bit. So you got to kind of temper the uh, the plays of the year here and there. So um, yeah, we'll put that down. We got four of the uh, six six pack, and we'll kind of get to the last couple here as we roll right along here on Dazzo and the Degenerates. Um, Dallas at New Orleans. Dallas at New Orleans. I know there's no Drew Brees. Um, but d- the Saints impressed me last week going to Seattle. Seattle hasn't lost a home game in September in like 105 years or some, some nonsense like that now. Um, so I like New Orleans in this game. Anytime I can get New Orleans in primetime inside the Dome getting points, I'll take them. If they're, they're getting two and a half. I'll buy it up to three, maybe even go money line. So if I'll either go money line on it, get a little extra juice, or I'll go plus three and get a field goal at home with uh, New Orleans. Um, I have no problem doing that. On the other side of things, Dallas is 3-0, and and they've played three really bad football teams. Yeah. So I'm not buying any of that yet. I think they're a good football team. They're probably the best team in the, in the NFC East right now, but I will go with the, the Cowboys getting their first loss. I might even money line it, but I would definitely take it and get the plus, th- plus three. Yeah, I agree fully on this one. So Giants have played Dallas, Washington, and Miami. I mean, it, that's a an easy 3-0. Also, just what you said, it, pretty impressive to win at Seattle. Um, everyone, I think, was worried when Breeze went down with Bridgewater what he's going to look like, uh, especially when the Ram just kind of ran away with that game. But um, two and a half right now, you got to think that Dallas gets money on Sunday. I think this one's going to ri- – this one I don't can't see going down to two. I would imagine it would be two and a half or three by game time. Um, I, just like you said, I mean – I don't. I probably wouldn't even mess with the two and a half. I'll just go New Orleans money line. I'm guessing it'll be like plus one twenty something in that range. But Dallas might one in seven against the spread at New Orleans in their last eight playing there. Um, dome game, night game. Check, <laughs> well, checks all the boxes, Stroop. Oh, I can't wait to hear about Stroop's box. Stroop, what do you think? Oh, he checks all the boxes. This is a this is a good play. I, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be a huge play for me. Because you still don't have Drew Brees, but um, but yeah, I, and and honestly, guys, I mean the money line, I would put a little bit on there, but just for our our new newer betters out there, um, you know, don't be afraid. Like Pete said, I, I think that it, it by game time it's at three. If it's not, buy it up to three. Get it, get a few extra points. I mean, you're dealing with a second string QB, and so at the end of the game, uh, Cowboys drive and, and they score and they win by one or two points. You still cover. Um, but uh, but I do feel really comfortable with, uh, taking the Saints this week. I always like to do our, our – is there any other games in the NFL that we kind of want to talk about and and get out there, Pete? Is there anything else you like before we start wrapping things up? A um, couple things. I, I like a lot of the short uh, short home favorites this week. I, 
I think Denver wins the game. They, they, I don't see them starting 0-4. They're minus 3 right now at home against Jacksonville. I like them. Um, the other one I like is Pittsburgh minus 4 at home Cincinnati Monday night. Again, I don't see Pittsburgh starting 0-4. I think Cincinnati, as I've said it the last couple of weeks, I think they're a shit team. Um, the other ones that stick out to me, I, I don't want to probably take them all, but Atlanta is always interesting at home. No one really wants to take Atlanta on the road. I think that's a bad pick, but uh, at home, minus four against Tennessee, pretty good one. And I don't know what you guys think about uh, Allen and Carolina, but going on the road to face the Texans, Texans minus four and a half. I think when you look at the AFC, who's your third best team? I got to think it's off the cuff. I think Ravens, but Texans are probably yeah, right, right there. there. Um, at home, laying four and a half to to a quarterback making his second second start. I mean, I think I feel good about that one as well. Well, now that Pete's taken every single game that we have out there to talk <laughs> about, I think we could know. Um, I would agree with two of those. I agree with Denver. I really like Denver to win that football game, and um, I really like Houston. I think Houston's uh, especially at home. That game's at home, right? Yep. Um, I would look even to doing something of, and so you don't have to mess with the points and all that kind of stuff. I would a uh, Denver Houston money line parlay is something that just screams out to me as as the two home 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 dogs that should win football games. And Denver's a home better favorites. T- home favorites, excuse me, that should win football games. And if you look at that, if you look at Denver, they 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 should have beaten the Bears. They hang with Green Bay and Lambeau. I know that first Monday night nonsense is what what people saw on a national TV basis, but that's a long time ago. That's not the team they are. They're not a great football team, but they're not a bad football team. 0-4 is tough to do. Jacksonville, while they looked good last week, they're dealing with the Jalen Ramsey drama. They still have a rookie quarterback. That defense is really good in Mile High Stadium. So I really like Denver. I really like Houston. That will be one of my plays that I'll definitely be making this week. Yeah, money line parlay with those two teams, so both of them have to win. You don't have to worry about the spread at all, plus 134. So if you put... Ten dollars, you win thirteen dollars and forty cents. What about when I put a thousand down? A thousand dollars, one thousand three hundred forty dollars. Nice, I love it. Stroop, leave us with something good. Well, give me your while we have you too, Stroop. Give me any other games you like, and then give me your your um, play of the week in the NFL. Uh, you know, I like um, what you said about the Texans money line. The only thing I would substitute is instead of, did you say Jacksonville? I mean, sorry, who, who, who was your second I said Den- Denver. I like Denver in that Denver, game. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I actually like Houston and Atlanta. So a little bit of both of what you guys said. Um, I, I, I like a money line parlay there. So You can't quit Atlanta, can you? Point. I hate the fact that, that uh, these are in the fours. Um, so, so money line parlay is right there. Uh, honestly, um, I think that the, my biggest play, I've already said, is going to be that that, uh, that that tease. What is it with you in Atlanta? We, we talked over the text messages all weekend. You were done with Atlanta. You swore off Atlanta. And here you are talking about the goddamn Falcons again. I don't know. I guess it's Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. <laughs> um so our six-pack, we'll review it, and I don't know, I want to make sure, guys, that we have the, the three in the NFL. We all like we all like the parlay for our six-pack, so we all like that. Tease we, that I'd tease that one. It, you'll get minus one, uh, depending on where you play, minus one, minus one, minus 110, or minus 120. And then if you look, we all like New Orleans. Do we have another play in the, uh, in the NFL that we want to put with our six-pack? We're all on the Eagles. Do we want to hold our nose and do that? <laughs> uh, I, I like your uh, I like your idea of either 
either I think Denver minus three is more of a safer play. Then you don't got to go the you don't got to worry about the two teams. I I lean more Denver than I I trust that one more than I do the Eagles. But Stroop, you want to weigh in here? Uh, I'm good with Denver. I I think that that's a just been hard being in Denver and watching these football games. I'm just not sold on Denver. That's my only problem. Other than that, it makes all the sense in the world about him this weekend. It checks the boxes, <laughs> doesn't it, Strooper? It checks it the boxes. So what we'll do it is we'll, we'll put Denver on there, play them as you will. They're not going to start the season off 0-4. Um, if you want to take a minus 3 and do that, you're more than welcome to do that. If you want to take them and put them in a, with a money line parlay with another favorite that you like, my suggestion would be Houston, who I agree with Pete, is one of the top four teams in the AFC, maybe the third best team in the AFC. Um, going on the road and beating San Diego, who's San Diego supposed to be that other team out there, um, I would agree with that as well. So um, we'll put that. So our, our six-pack is Denver. However you want to bet them, we'll put it on the Twitter. Um, we all like New Orleans at home on Sunday night football. Um, some of us like a money line as well if you want to do that. But take the if you're going to do the points, take a little time, buy it up to three just to give yourself a little extra love. And then the parlay of, unfortunately, Kansas City over my Lions and um, the, the Patriots to beat the Bills is the one that we all really, really love. Um, recapping our six-pack when it comes to the college side of things, we all like Purdue. Jump on Purdue. We all like the Friday night game. We like um, another home favorite and a blackout. Dog. Yeah, home dog. Dog, excuse me, a home dog um, and a blackout. Blackout, class is off. Right? I mean, that's an that's a automatic bet. So we like Maryland in that, and then also we like the over in the game that you have to bet because you're a degenerate, and it's on ABC WQAD on Saturday night. Yeah, I think you hit it right on that. I'd say best bet for me of the week. My largest bet will no doubt be that uh, that Chiefs pa- Patriots won. I went with the I Stroop, hope you lose a lot of play, of the, play of the year last week. That was I uh, went triple on that bet and at least made up for our uh, lackluster Michigan and Northwestern games. Guys, write them down. Make sure you follow us on Twitter um, at QC Sportbet. Pete. Yep, QC Sportsbet. Uh, and yeah, you can write write down all those Stroop plays as well because those th- those things have been hitting all all day long. And and I'll tell you one other thing, guys. If you are um, if you're looking for this and if you are are listening, obviously, make sure you subscribe. It's the easiest way to check us out each and every week. We try to do it on Wednesday night, but you never know with all our schedules when we're going to be doing it. Um, also, give us some feedback and and tell a friend. Let people know. As we mentioned, the uh, listeners went up twenty percent, over twenty percent last week. We're excited about that. We hope that you have you guys on board for the rest of the season. And, and uh, hopefully we can win you guys some money throughout the year. And if not, hopefully you're halfway entertained by Stroop's boxes. So um, we will see you guys next week. Uh, good luck gambling and win some money.